Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Arthur Most Wesley, you are back for the second segment of today's show right here on Steelers Nation Radio. And man, we got to address the elephant in the room, baby. So playoffs been going on. We get that. But prior to the playoffs going on, obviously the NFL had released an article where they were just talking about their all-rookie team from this past year's draft class. And... Of course, we have rookies that we felt, you know, should be getting recognition from a national perspective. And the name that popped up initially on this article was Brock Purdy being the quarterback that they were going with for their all-rookie team over a Kenny Pickett. And at the time, they didn't take into account the postseason, but we knew that the postseason was happening. This conversation was just going to continue. Two weeks later, fuel has been officially dumped on said fire. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, this is the new debate, man. This is something that is becoming very interesting, but in the sense of which quarterback is better of the rookies, Kenny Pickett versus Brock Purdy. Now, I wanted to just start by asking you, first off, man, what are some things that have impressed you with the run that we've seen that, that Kenny has been on this season? And the current run that we see Brock Purdy on, if you could just a positive from you know, both of those perspectives, man, from your, from your uh, viewpoint. So when you asked me for a, for a positive from Kenny, from this last, less, you know, this last run of, of nine games post bye week, shall we say, um, the first thing that stands out to me was the decision-making, uh, just got crisper, just got smarter, just got a little more calm and confident down the stretch in those last nine games. I, I think if I, if I'm correct, I believe Kenny ended up starting 12 games. So, yeah. You know, the, the first few there, if you look, um, there were some poor decisions made against the Jets. And I know he didn't start that game, right? That was the game where he came in at halftime. But, you know, we talked about uh, some of those interceptions thrown against the Jets. The, the one to Fryermuth, right? Should he have thrown or should he have not? Should he have thrown it away? Was he trying to give Pat? Should Pat have caught that? All those different arguments that we had. The Chase Claypool bomb down the field, right? Was that a smart decision? Or was it Chase Claypool's fault? Because he should... 
all these different things. The Miami Dolphins game, right, where the Steelers have the chance to win down the stretch and Kenny throws those two interceptions, particularly the second one, just not a good decision. Um, there was there was a lot of that early on in his his tenure here, but as it as it played out down the stretch, Kenny really minimalized those negative plays, and that was important. It certainly was. Um, he made the plays when they were there. He made the right decisions. I think he was smarter too with deciding when to kind of stay in the pocket as opposed to bailing out so quickly, like we saw yeah. a few times in the in the his first couple starts, his first couple appearances there. So, put me on the spot when you say. Give me a positive for for Kenny Pickett down the stretch. That was, that was the first thing to me that came to my mind was the decision making. I thought got much better. He got more calm and comfortable with that with that ball in his hands and and in terms of the decision making, which was great to see. For Brock Purdy, cool. I mean, it's been some of the same. It, it really has. Um, I think Purdy. There's a lot of of Kenny, like when Kenny was at his best down the stretch, I think you've seen some of that from Purdy. It's been taking what the defense has given to you. It's been minimalizing your mistakes. Don't make a bunch of mistakes. Um, there hasn't been the um, quite the same mobility element. I mean, I know Brock Purdy pulled the ball down a couple times over the weekend, but it, it wasn't <laughs> quite like what we said. It wasn't what we saw with Kenny. Um but to me, Motsi, for Brock Purdy, it's it, it's impressive, honestly, that he's just been able to navigate that that ship. And and it's a very talented team. And we could talk about the running backs. We could talk about the wide receivers. We could talk about the tight end, uh, the offensive line that's one of the better units in the in the NFL. But still, I mean, this is a guy who was the third quarterback to start the season. I guess technically Kenny Pickett was too, right? But, yeah. we, but we all knew that Kenny Pickett was going to get some real opportunity in preseason, and that changed in preseason where he became the number two over Mason Rudolph. When the season started, Mason Rudolph was the one in street clothes on the sideline, right? Kenny Pickett at least had a helmet and was in uniform on game day. I mean, Brock Purdy was in street clothes for a while. Um, and Trey Lance was going to be the guy, and then he gets injured. And then Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the guy, and he gets injured. And I think there's something for that, too. It's a little different when the head coach goes to you like he did to Kenny Pickett. That's a little bit of a vote of confidence. For Brock Purdy, it was kind of like, all right, dude, this is an emergency here, and you're the quarterback yeah. who's in the glass. All right, we got to break the glass in case of emergency because two of our quarterbacks are out for the year. Um, but still, you can't I'm not one of these people who is like bowing at the altar of Brock Purdy like everybody else is. But I also think you can't deny that it's impressive that he is the third quarterback they've used this year and he's seven and oh and he's been able to navigate them to the NFC championship game. You can't cheapen that. But for both, I, I, I do. I think Motsi, it just gets back to decision making. Brock Purdy has not tried to do too much. That's why he's been able to have success with that roster. Kenny Pickett you know, after a few games there, was not trying to do too much. And I'm I'm not going to, you know, try and sugarcoat this or try and lie to you. The Steelers' offense is not as talented as the 49ers' offense. Um, but both quarterbacks have done a good job with their with their decision-making. And uh, I think Kenny Pickett, obviously a, little, a tougher situation, but both deserve credit for how they played and are playing, in Purdy's case, down the stretch here. Yeah, I mean, you bring up some good points with that as well, man, because – like I said, I see in both of these guys, man, some of the similarities, right? When you talk about the anticipation, the quick release, especially for Kenny down the stretch, we talk about yeah. the minimizing the turnovers. Huge in terms of, you know, what made him just a way better player, what also reflected in the team winning more. It was because he protected the ball. It was because he would not just be aggressive for the sake of being aggressive. I think for Brock Purdy, there's been a lot of similarities, but I think the timing for both of the guys have been just different. Um, 
situationally, yes, the sort of speak Coach Tomlin going to Kenny, that did happen. But we could also make the case, was it premature? Because we saw how he yeah. played when we went to him pre-bye week. Then we saw post-bye week when he got a chance to kind of settle down and mature up a little bit more, how his play started to improve drastically, right? Certainly. I think for Brock Purdy, the weight benefited him because it did give him a chance to just sit here and watch and take it all in. Like Absolutely. we said, we wanted to do with Kenny, but we knew how our season played out. We weren't, you know, uh, afforded that luxury, so to speak. But I think for uh, for both of the guys, though, man, I think that they do a lot of stuff well. Um, I also wanted to get into just the context of what both of them have been doing and why they're equally impressive. But I also wanted to see just your thoughts on you know, if you had to say which was more impressive, <laughs> how would you go? Because to me, I look at it like this, man. Um, When I first just think of both scenarios, Kenny, you got the expectations of being the first-round quarterback. You're replacing Ben Roethlisberger. You're playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We always have expectations. You're played at Pitt. You won AC championship there. That carried over. Heisman finalist, yeah. You know, like we think of those things. You were supposed to be the answer when Mitch was, you know, looking like he wasn't the answer. That was how you were deemed as the savior. And we know how that played out. But then we also saw him be able to right the ship and then ultimately finish strong down the stretch. When I think of Brock Purdy, though, I think uh, you came into a scenario where the expectations were elite for your team. And you were told not to mess it up. That has its own level of stress, its own level of toughness to go with that. But then it was also a scenario where you actually have to keep this thing rolling. And it became that they weren't winning in spite of you. They were winning because of you being out there as well. Some of the things that he was able to do. So I think that, that definitely helped him out. But the the thing that I keep going back and forth on, and it's not necessarily, I don't want to say I weight one a little bit differently than the other, but I do, even though it's not necessarily fair, so to speak. And the thing is yeah. this, man, I love what Kenny did, but Kenny did it in a mock playoff setting. When we talk about the back end of the season, yes, we in Pittsburgh heighten it and say that those were all playoff games. We in Pittsburgh say that because of we felt that but we weren't playing against all teams that were in the playoffs or teams that were playing win or go home football like you get in the playoffs versus just higher quality opponents. Whereas when you do look at the Niners, yes, Purdy had to finish out the season the way that he did regular season-wise. You don't control your opponents. But to see what he's been doing in the postseason as well, and this is the unfair part because Kenny doesn't get a chance right now to show what he can do in the postseason. But there's no guarantee that he's going to get that next year either. Right. All you right. can do is take advantage of the opportunities that you have. And right now, Brock Purdy, what he's been able to do in back-to-back postseason performances against top-notch teams as well, that's the part where it's just like, man, it's hard to overlook what he's been doing. It's hard to discredit what he's been doing because of the stakes continuing to be so high. And for the people that you know, have minimized the Jimmy G or have minimized the Kirk Cousins. But at the same time, we've seen when they don't do what they're supposed to do, how bad those teams can really be and why those teams end up getting beat in the postseason when those type of players play bad. To see Brock Purdy 
regardless of how people view him talent wise to see him still not being the reason why they haven't lost or for them to still not for them to not have made that backbreaking mistake or have a off game per se i think that that's been really impressive when i look at purdy man but um how would you rate these dudes man and what would be your thoughts purdy pick it <sighs> based on what we've been seeing man it's it's well said by you it, it really is um listen I know this is Steeler Nation Radio, all right, Mozi. We don't always do it. Now. We we got to be don't, careful. But don't you I do think, it now? I I think you could say just in the just in the scope of okay, what has been more impressive? It's it's hard not to pick Brock Purdy. I mean, he's Mister Irrelevant. <laughs> the <laughs> last, the very pick last pick in the draft. In the draft. So again, I I prefaced this a, a few minutes ago. I said, I mean, Kenny Pickett's in a much more difficult situation. Brock Purdy, we don't need to sugarcoat this, is is in a much better offense. But I think you could admit that, and you could also say, if you just want to say what's been more impressive, it's, I mean, it's hard not to say Brock Purdy. He's 7-0. and So, so, so Wes, is, I'm just saying right now, still the nation, Wes just said that I know, what a Kenny hater. Pickett is Peyton Manning, Brock <laughs> Purdy is Tom Brady. I don't know. If I mean, I'll just take either, that, but that's what I'll Wes take, just said. Listen, if you're Wes trying to say that, that I Kenny said is, Kenny Pickett is no, Peyton Manning as a negative, yeah, you're that's telling negative. me Kenny Pickett's going to be one of the three you said, or five quarterbacks Colt, of all you said, time? But you said Colts. You said Colts Peyton before the Super Bowl, that one. Yeah, that's the one you said he was. You say he's just regular season guy. He can't get it done in the big moments postseason. You call him Brock Purdy Brady. I get it now. I get it. Feel good like, story. We, we talk a lot about to give Kenny um, credit, right, how – he he didn't have much time with the ones in the in training camp process in the preseason, right? How it was it was all about getting Mitch ready, and then even at first it was it, Mason that number two guy. I mean, what do you think it was like for Brock Purdy, right? I mean, he's yeah. got Trey Lance, who the Niners were really trying to get ready to go in front, of. and then Jimmy Garoppolo, just the guy that's led San Francisco to NFC Championship games and to the Super Bowl. So Brock Purdy was really buried to start the year and was not getting any work with these guys. It's the same thing, only maybe more exacerbated than we've talked about with Pickett in terms of his his process of getting caught up to speed uh, due to the reps and the time that he missed to build that chemistry throughout training camp in the preseason. So, listen, if you're asking me, if you're asking me who's uh who's the better if you're asking me who's the better quarterback, I'm going Kenny Pickett. If you're asking me who I'd rather have for the next 10, 15 years, I'm going Kenny Pickett. All these all these different yeah. things. But I do think it's okay to admit that, man, like it was impressive for Kenny to go seven and two down the stretch, without a doubt. But for Brock Party to as the third string, as the last pick in the draft, to hop on this moving train. That's the thing too. Like for Kenny, you're right. It's 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 same church, different pew. For yeah. Kenny, it was it's a lot of similarities though. It's a lot for of Ken, similarities. For Ken, man. There is. You're real. You're right because for Kenny, it was you're following an 18 year Hall of Fame quarterback with a franchise that expects to contend every single year. Yes. Whereas your Brock Purdy, you're being thrown in now as the third quarterback that we have after the other two guys have sustained season-ending injuries. The Ferrari is already going 200 miles an hour. Get in the driver's seat, don't crash. And there's like, the expectation, right? Like the expectations <laughs> this year for Kenny Pickett were to improve, were to get better, and were to win some games. Brock mm-hmm. Purdy's on a team where they're expecting to win the Super Bowl. I mean. Yes. They've got they've got one no, of the best like, offensive lines. In that football. is literally it. And the they got biggest one of the best is the quarterback in football. Yeah. They got one of the best tight ends and wide receivers in okay. football. They've got the defensive yeah. player of the year on defense. Yeah. The guy who's yeah. going to win that award. Um, yeah. 
So it's again, they both have expectations, but I think it's all right. I, I like I don't think we're being ridiculous. And this is a Steeler Homer show. We can still say this. And it's crazy impressive what Brock Purdy has done. There's some Ben Roethlisberger vibes there, right? Yeah. Where Ben had to do his part his rookie year. We all know it. But, man, that team around him was just ready to win. Mm-hmm. And it says it says something when you can step in and be that guy. It's it's not the same as uh, being Kenny Pickett and being a catalyst. It's not the same like right like what Joe Burrow has done in Cincinnati, where they went from Correct. winning four yeah. games to went to the Super Bowl. But still, when you're with an organization that has those expectations – um, to be the guy who's got to steer that ship and keep you on track and don't mess it up or it's all on you. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's impressive. It really is. Not that people would be crushing Brock Purdy if he didn't play well and they lost, but they'd probably be expecting it. Um, yeah. And that has, that's not been the case, man. He's, he's done a very good job of doing what he needs. I mean, you look at the stat lines, right? They're, they're yeah. kind of Kenny Pickett esque over the last no, couple of And I was going to say that's, and that was the thing to me, man. I'm like, I look at the numbers and I see a lot of similarities I will say I think the ask for both players has been different early totally. on. Obviously, totally. when Kenny was asked to come in, he was asked to be the spark plug, to be the reason why. And we understand that had its own challenges. And, you know, his stats reflected that. I think for Purdy early on, it was, okay, we're going to keep you really protected and lean on our other cast. But then he started to show that he's a, he's more than just a guy that you have to protect. He can actually make some plays out there and I think from there we've just been continuing to see it grow I think we've been continuing to see it evolve um it's just like I said very different though man because yes it's easy in a vacuum to say well hey man Purdy has to be better because he had better numbers he had more touchdowns less interceptions and we know that is a huge element of it but I also think of the context of they weren't asking Purdy to come out here and throw the ball 40 times, 50 times that we saw Kenny have to do at times this season while we were trying to figure out our identity. Correct. I would also say that his star cast of players out in San Fran, I mean, they held true. Debo Samuels played like Debo. George Kittle played like George Kittle. McCaffrey played McCaffrey. We know first half of the season, we were trying to figure out, is Claypool going to be the number one receiver? Is Deontay the number one receiver? Okay, how are we using George Pickens? What version of Najee is showing up? Is he healthy? Is he the dancing Najee or is he the, I'm going to run you over Najee? All of that was at play. And we also talk coordinators because coaching does matter. We know, yeah, they got Kyle Shanahan, one of the best to do it. But that's why he's one of the best to do it because his track record has been proven in numerous locations. Whereas for us, we know we have a defensive coach in terms of Coach Tomlin, but our OC, Matt Canada, he is a younger guy also trying to gain experience second year doing this thing. So I think that, that context also plays a factor in this. Completely. But yeah. I could definitely understand why people would make a very, very strong case to roll with a Brock Purdy, man. It, it does make yeah. sense when you talk the value of it, when you talk the numbers of it, when you talk, you know, everything that's been happening postseason wise. Now, Another way that, uh, you know, you could look at this thing, though, and this is the, the thing that we also like to do as fans and media. We'll look at both of these players in their current situation and we evaluate them and we come up with a conclusion. Fair. But then I would also ask you if the situation was flipped. Purdy in Pittsburgh, Kenny in right. San Fran. Right. That's a, that's that's, that's that's great. I mean, the, yeah. the the Niners are still in the NFC Championship game. I would say, and the Steelers did not win seven of their last nine games and finish with a winning record. That's yep. why. 
Again, that that's, the, that's, the honesty, well, that's the honesty that, that we can have, right? Like we yes. can say it's all right to say what Purdy has done is is more, more impressive. impressive. Air quotes, yes. more impressive. Yes, more impressive. Yeah. Yes. If you flip their situations, ab- Kenny Pickett would be offensive rookie of the year, like without okay. a doubt, without okay. a doubt in my mind. Yeah, one of the best okay. wide receivers I was in the game. Sure, one of the best bro. offensive I was making sure. The uh, best tight end, probably, along with Kelsey. I, Christian McCaffrey. I look, at, I, mean, I look at some of the run after from Adebo oh, Samuel. I'm like, ridiculous. we get run after. Our run after ain't like ridiculous. that after. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and that's, that's not okay. a slight of why... any of our talent. That's not a slight at our talent, but there's a different class of players. That's why Debo gets paid yes. when he gets paid. That's yes. why Kittle gets paid when he gets paid. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. That's why they're the offense that has all those those weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, You're absolutely right. And Listen, that's like it's it's okay. You know, those are the things like I think you and I just did a good job here of being realistic, of being, you know, being practical. Realistic homers. Realistic realistic homers. homers. Yeah, because you can say it's all right to admit that what Purdy's done has been really impressive. Both things can be true. The other side of that of that equation is that, yeah, I mean, you and I both think that that Pickett could have done those things as well, too, in San Francisco. Certainly a lot of people could. It's an offense right now that is built um, to succeed. Yeah. And man, it's, 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 it is, it's impressive. We know though, that's the thing. Like we could talk about how good the offense is. You and I both know too. They've had a pretty similar offense for the last few years. And it's been when Jimmy G's in there, they go. When Jimmy G's hurt, they stink. They stink. <laughs> I mean, it's been, so, it's been that simple, man. So Purdy is, is, has entered the, the fold and they haven't stunk, which is more than you could say about any other quarterback that they've played there when Jimmy G has gone down. Um, So again, he deserves credit. It has been impressive. But all that's to say, like, you can say all that without taking away from Kenny Pickett, I think. I know a lot of people are trying to, you know, make those two polarizing groups. Like, Motsi, I, I remember I remember this clear as day. I mean, I was 13 years old, but I remember this clear as day. Ben well, Roethlisberger. You said Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. I, well, I wasn't 13 years old. I was, I, was <laughs> way, I was way too old for that, and I was clearly wrong. Although, I tell you what, it ain't looking great for Dak either. But We both look bad right now, bro. <laughs> Don't make me mine bring up Michael aged, Thomas. Don't make me bring up Michael just Thomas. Mine just aged a little bit better. The Michael Thomas one is horrendous. Oh, it's absolutely horrendous. <laughs> no, that's all right, though. You're Dak over Wentz. Listen, while Dak might not be that dude, he is still much better than Wentz. There's no denying that. <laughs> uh, Ben's rookie Ben's rookie year, right? He he comes in and he wins like 13 straight games and takes the team yeah. to the AFC, and he's the runaway rookie of the year. It's not even a conversation. And everyone, everyone in Pittsburgh is like, I'm, I'm making this funny face right now on the Zoom you, you screen here, are. like everybody yes. can see. It. Everyone in Pittsburgh's like, "Nana, nana, boo, boo." We drafted this guy third of all the quarterbacks, and your guys' quarterbacks stink. Philip Rivers sat for two years, right? Uh-huh. Before, before, I mean, he played two games his rookie year, and then I think two or three his second. He he really didn't get the go, the green light, Philip Rivers till his third year. Eli Manning, mozi he came in and lost seven or seven or eight of his first starts mm-hmm. as a quarterback. And so everyone in Pittsburgh was like, yeah, we fleeced the end. And listen, they were right. Ben Roethlisberger is the best of those three. But those two guys still went on to have really good careers as well, too. Eli Manning still went on to have, you know, to to win two Super Bowls and and have a borderline. Those dudes are going to be Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. I think you're right. Conversations, yeah. I I think you're right. Um, And when you looked at the situation, right, like Eli Manning, that Giants team stunk. They they had it. They had an old tiki barber. Uh, I think two, I think a fumbling two, tiki barber too. Right, it was right. Back and their their defense was not. I mean, they had Michael Strahan who was in his prime and was really good, but, but it, their defense but it was, was not. Yeah, it was not what it was built up to be a couple years Correct. later. In fact, they stunk that year, and that's when they started in the draft rebuilding uh-huh. that defense. I think Amari Toomer was his number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like you could watch Ben Roethlisberger play, and you could 
watch Eli Manning play and you could say, okay, here's what you think about their individual skill sets, but look at the teams that they have around them too. Yeah. Like Ben's in a great situation. Eli's in a rough one. There, there, there was some of that here too. Not that I would say Kenny Pickett was in a rough situation. I don't think he was at all, but Brock Purdy's in a great situation. Um, mm-hmm. Give it some time though. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. But right now I think you and I are both in agreement that, Hey, while what Brock Purdy has done is impressive, um, Kenny still has the higher ceiling, but it's okay to admit both of those things. You could admit that Purdy deserves a lot of credit right now, but that you'd still rather have Kenny Pickett for the next 15 years. No, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. Like I said, man, it's going to be interesting, man, as we continue to watch these guys continue to progress. I'm interested to see what Purdy can do. If he gets that team to a Super Bowl, that makes it even more interesting. I don't think this conversation goes away anytime soon. I think that because of how Purdy has finished the year and obviously what Kenny has been able to do, that those two guys, man, in the near future are going to continue to be heavily compared to each other, heavily criticized because one being the first round draft pick, the only quarterback taken in the first round versus the other guy being literally the last pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. But And hey, we'll see if Willis and uh, Ritter ever throw their hat yeah. in this conversation too, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. But that's just one of those things, man. When you talk about a perfect situation for Brock Purdy right now, man, he he literally has an awesome scenario where he can go ahead and potentially be one of the reasons why they win something early on in his career, man. So we will see what that dynamic continues to look like for those two guys. But um, we are going to get ready to take our final break. But when we come back, we do. Or I said we do. <laughs> we do like to get dough, but we do have to start uh, looking ahead because we do got some championship football this weekend, man. And uh, we're not going to just allow those games just go without having a little bit of eyeballs on them. So don't touch that douse. Arthur Moss and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 